Welcome on in to the Sports on Tap podcast with two brothers. Of course, there's me, who's talking, Sammy, and with me today is George. What's going on, Sam? What's going on? And welcome into the new name of the podcast, the Sports on Tap podcast, um, from Pod That Brothers to the Sports on Tap podcast, because anyways, we run it all on our Sports on Tap pages and accounts, and we thought, let's just go with the brand name. I love it, man, especially kicking off a brand new football season, kicking off. I feel like this is our first podcast uh, because it's a new name so and a new season. So let's get it. Exciting times. Also, make sure, guys, follow us everywhere at the Sports on Tap. Um, we also have a Seattle podcast if you're a Seattle sports fan called the Sports on Tap Seattle podcast, and you can find that everywhere as well. And before we get started, I got a little pump up music for us, as always, George. Can I get a It really does pump me up every time. It'll never not pump me up or make me smile. Either one of those two. I'll either be super pumped or just smiling because it's fucking hilarious. It's too good. Well, it is football season. We're hyped. And uh, we usually have a three Kings, three Stooges, which is the three worst quarterbacks and the three best quarterbacks of the week. But we're going to do that on the back end. And today we're going to be doing something a little different if you'd like to explain, George. Yeah. So we're just going to do game by game starting with Thursday night football going through all the Sunday games, Sunday night football, and we're going to go one minute on each game. We cannot go more than a minute. Sammy's going to time it. If we go more than a minute, buzzer sounds PTI style, basically. So one minute. I don't even know what we're going to call the the one-minute warning instead of the two-minute warning. There we one go. One-minute warning, one-minute drill, whatever. We'll come up with a real name for it one day. Yeah. When, when something actually just like naturally hits. We'll yeah, come up I kind of like there. the one-minute warning, but we'll talk about that later. All right, fair game. Like a decision's been made. Right here on the podcast. Right here, live on the podcast. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get it started. We're going to have some background music through this. It's going to be a solid, what, there's usually like 13, 14 games every week. So probably I, think, be I think this time there's 15, but that's not going to be That's because it's week one. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be about 15 minutes, and then uh, we'll rock some three Kings, three Stooges. And we'll mix other things out throughout the year, depending on what's going on. But for now, that's where our format's at, and I hope you guys enjoy. And let's, let's get this one started. I will say, I want to add a little bit of one of our partners here, which is prize picks. If you are, there's about 35 states there, you know, there's some that don't allow daily fantasy or daily betting, but for daily fantasy prize picks, you pick like over unders, different things um, for pitchers, quarterbacks, running backs, NBA games, everything you match two or three or four, depending on how many you want uh, for payouts. If you're in one of those states, you can see it at prize prizepicks.com. but also make sure you go up there. And use promo code the sports on tap because they'll give you a hundred dollars free with a hundred dollar deposit or up to so 10 bucks you'll get free 10 bucks whatever it is so make sure you do that and start betting with us beautiful well let's rock this this music and let's get this going do you want to announce the games or do you want me to oh i guess i'll i'll announce them this week okay right when you say the announcement of the name i'm starting the timer all right perfect let's do it all right, first Thursday night football, Bills at Rams. All right, timer started. Uh, this one was actually just kind of crazy to me, George. I feel like it was an embarrassment for the Rams. More than anything, we knew the Bills were going to be good, but did you expect the Rams to be embarrassed? 
I did not expect the Rams to be embarrassed. They actually looked like almost uh, they were checked out. And, you know, there were signs of this in the offseason. McVay had rumors of retirement. Aaron Donald had rumors of retirement. And they just look flat. It's like they already won the grand prize last year, and now it's just going through the motions. I mean, this is the definition of a Super Bowl hangover. This is a pure Super Bowl hangover. And uh, I will say, though, Josh Allen, the MVP campaign season is kind of started off on the right foot you know this is the year that he like is deserved a vote yeah. well it looks like it, it's probably he's probably gonna get a vote based off how he played week one yeah are the bills gonna go 20 you know no okay <laughs> but, but maybe you never know they are good how many All seconds right. was that i don't know because I, I accidentally did an hour timer so i just turned it off but <laughs> okay. yeah because well, you know I'll get this a is our first time on doing one. this so if it goes less than a minute that's cool too just move on to the next game yeah that's what uh, I, I that's what i was saying next game let's go all right all right well, we already know what the topic of this one's going to be. Saints, 27. Falcons, 26. Jameis Winston. Hey, man. You know, at the end of the day, I think in life, it's just about preparation, anticipation, dedication. And I think that's what Jameis Winston has. Explanation. <laughs> Everything. The guy I just had a huge interview. fascination with Jameis yeah. Winston. The guy's the best. Um, I do think it's interesting that it was Mariota versus Jameis, like the, the like the two. That'd be like an RG three versus Russell Wilson, or like RG three Andrew Luck game right now, and yeah. like they're both <laughs> years <retired>. later. <laughs> yeah, years later, but it's it's Jameis versus Mariota. Jameis wins the duel, almost fucked it up, but didn't. But he wins the duel. But I will say, the best is his last interview. They're like, oh, so you went to the tent, you were in pain. Where was the pain? He said, just just pain. Pain, pain was everywhere. everywhere. Got to get through it. <laughs> you gotta love him and hey the return of michael thomas was great it was all right on to the next one 49ers 10 bears 19 wow trey lance sucks and the rain was insane i know he'll probably be better without that rain that's a pretty tough debut <laughs> yeah it's a tough debut. well it wasn't really his debut because i mean you forget he kind of started a few games last year and looked like shit he came in today and looked like shit and now it makes sense why they kept Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster. Like, it seems like, I mean, look, if they're, they're playing Seattle next week, if they go 0-2, I mean, I, I see them pulling the trigger pretty quick because the NFC is wide open. They had to bring back Jimmy, and it's pretty clear why they did now, which also probably kills his confidence. But I will say, just so we don't miss this part, shout out to the Bears. That's a nice first win against the 49ers. I mean, 49ers are, are favorites on the road. And the Bears got the win. Good for Justin Fields. And he looks he looks more prepared. I mean, at a full year. He looks more prepared than Trey Lance, at least. Yeah, I totally agree. All right. Steelers, 23. Bengals, 20 in overtime. Uh, Steelers, if Joe Burrow just threw one less pick or had one less fumble or the Bengals fucked up one less time with the missed field goal, the Steelers lose this game. I feel like it's a great win for the Steelers, but... I mean, it took the Bengals missing two game winners, four interceptions, and it still went to the final seconds. Yeah, then, like, okay, cool. Uh, I think at the end of the year, we're going to look back. The Bengals are going to be good, and the Steelers are not going to be good. It's just one of those weird games where everything actually, if you look at it, the Bengals, what, Burrow had four interceptions in a fumble, and they lost in overtime. I mean, in general, nine out of ten times, this the Bengals would have won this game going away. It was just a weird game. And TJ Watt tore his peck, so the Steelers' season's kind of fucked. Yeah, Steelers' season's not going to go. I mean, you could tell they don't even like to, they don't even care for Trubisky. He's just there as like a placemat for now. 
And you know he won we'll though. Happens. He he did get he got voted by the team as the captain. Well, that means he's like Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't even Eagles 38, Lions 35. Uh what the what did the announcer call them? The cardiac the cardiac, cardiac cats. Lions? Cardiac cats. I was like, yeah, I was like, wait, that cardiac lines is not run. Cardiac cats. Every game, man. Uh, me and you are heavy on betting them plus four, plus five. Walk uh, of the year, the baby. We got the win, but uh, they really were down, what, like 17 at one point. So they always find a way to come back and make it interesting. And they did it once again, but I hate seeing them lose. Poor guys. I know, man. They play hard for Dan Campbell, though. And uh, you know what? All I can say is this bet is uh, it looks good. All right. It, it does look oh, good. go ahead. Sorry. Well, you did. I don't know. That was a really weird comment. I don't know what they said, but this bet looks good. I was wondering where you're going with that. No, I was I just saying the bet that. look. The bet looked good. I have nothing else to say. This game, I was well, only watching it for betting purposes. I mean, you must say also. I mean, the Eagles they have really high expectations, so that's something to keep in mind. I don't know if the Lions are going to be good this year, or if it was just like one of those. I don't know, like okay wins by the Eagles, but they needed a win. They're they're expected to do well, so that's all. All right, Patriots seven, Dolphins twenty. The outdated Belichick. That's all I got. That's my that's my statement. Wow, is Tua any good, or is it just like he has good weapons? Because like in general, I mean, we were watching Red Zone, so we didn't get to see much of that game. By the way, we'll use this one minute to bitch. Forget Red Zone, blah 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 blah. What the fuck was wrong with Directv this week? Who said I didn't want to say anything about this game? You said. You said all I have to say is the outdated Belichick. You asked a question, and then you'd mention DirecTV. Two is all right. right. I mean, there's other guys with good receivers that suck. So take that for what it is. But DirecTV did fuck up because, I mean, the reason we didn't get to watch so much of so many games is because DirecTV was logging, broken, whatever. We couldn't put separate games on, so we're kind of just watching Red Zone. So you don't really get a full grasp of what's going on in every game, which kind of sucks. Yeah, I couldn't agree that more with that one. All right, Ravens 24, Jets 9. I don't got much to say about this. Joe Flacco sucks. Lamar, that was my lock of the week, minus 7 on the road, uh, the Ravens. But that's because Lamar's coming off the no contract. I thought he was going to try to show out. He did. He didn't even rush, just all passing. So good win for them, but the Jets suck. I don't know what else. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know, really. And, you know, you thought maybe Joe Flacco revenge. Well, you didn't think. I said no, I the, only reason I didn't, <laughs> the only reason I didn't make this one of my free money fives was because I thought maybe Joe Flacco revenge game. There was no revenge. He has nothing left in the tank. And the Jets might be the worst team in football. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. All right. Jaguars, 22 commanders. It's going to take me a while to get used to saying that. 28. I don't even know. It's like uh, you got a guy like Carson Wentz who just I have no idea what's going on at any point in the game if he's going to fuck up so badly or if he's going to make a crazy play. And on the side, you have Trevor Lawrence who I still can't figure out if he's like sick or not because he's like sometimes he looks awesome and then sometimes he looks like he's just one of those awful young quarterbacks. This game is complicated. I don't I don't think the win matters for either team. I don't even think either team's a playoff team, but um, I don't know. The quarterbacks are both weird. Yeah, you know, you said neither team's a uh, a playoff team, but now in general, shitty divisions. <laughs> but yeah, that's where I was going to go. I mean, now the Commanders have the Cowboys, which we'll get to here later, where Dak is out for an extended period of time. The Jaguars, it looked like the Colts are no good. The Texans, 
aren't anything, and the Titans blew it to the Giants. So both these teams actually have a chance at the playoffs, but they might be the two worst playoff teams. Whoever, the two division winners, the, a, the NFC East and the AFC South playoff teams, are going to be the two worst playoff teams. That was a, that was a very long rant, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, it's because you couldn't get the divisions right. <laughs> I know. The divisions are hard, man, on the top of your head. And I knew I was on a timer. I was like, I got to get the divisions before the timer goes off. Browns, 26. Panthers, 24. Just a little bummed Baker got the loss because he actually he played like shit the whole game. But at the end, he did rally the team, make some big plays. And I thought he had the win. But, you know, good on Cleveland for drafting a kicker. They drafted a kicker with, with in a week where we've seen a lot of kickers fuck up. They drafted a kicker and the 21-year-old hit a 58-yard game winner. So good for Cleveland on that. And I feel bad for Baker. Same here, man. I thought he was going to get the revenge, especially when Carolina Panthers made the field goal to go ahead and just man sometimes you know his luck didn't go his way it's tough that's life yep. all right the weirdest game of the day colts 20 texans 20 not the weirdest but there's like the oddest score line um okay I, I really don't have much to say this other than it's very i feel like both teams in the last five minutes of overtime went for the tie which is pretty pathetic yeah and the colts outscored the texans 17 nothing in the fourth quarter to force overtime like that whole game, you needed to force overtime and then force a tie. Both teams look underwhelming, and Lovey Smith just right on brand, punting for the tie. Yeah, that's, that was embarrassing. All right, Giants 21, Titans 20. The Saquon Barkley extravaganza, I guess I would like to say. Yeah, I mean, what he rushed for how many yards? Do you remember, like, 160? Well, one... well, I have it right here. He rushed for 18 times for 164 yards. And added 30 uh, on six receptions. So he had 194 total yards in a touchdown. And Daniel Jones, don't sleep on this, wasn't playing that bad. Like, I mean, they didn't try, they don't trust him that much throwing the ball. But what he was like, we had one of those, I don't know the exact stats, but he was like 16 for 19, one of those weird types oh, of games. Oh, 17 right? for 21, 188 yeah. yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. And only once did it look like his coach was going to kill him on the sidelines. That interception was very bad. Yeah. But the, it was literally Brian Double was going to kill him. Was, yeah, they were screaming at Well, He's screaming at him. I don't yeah. know if kill is right, the right word, but like, because he wasn't that mad. It wasn't like Bruce Arians' red face mad. It was more just like, how stupid are you? You yeah. know? He does have big balls going for two to win the game. Yeah, that was a nice, that was a nice move. All right. Uh, Packers, seven. Vikings, 23. Um, I, 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 first of all, Kirk Cousins, has been like overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated multiple times in his career. I think he's like starting to become properly rated. People figured out he's pretty good. Like he's going to fuck up some big games. He's pretty good. Um, and they're a hard team to beat. They have an offensive head coach for the first time, right? And like he's or a coach that trusts him, I guess, not Mike Zimmer. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers, they have young receivers. He's already bitching at him, already, already eye-rolling at them. So I kind of felt like this game went the way it was supposed to. I had a feeling, you know, emotional diva was going to be in this situation yeah aaron Rodgers almost looks like he doesn't want to be there right he just looks miserable and i mean you sweat part of you like you can't blame him he has no weapons but the reason you have no weapons is because you wanted to take so much money and not you know take a little pay cut to keep Devonte adams so it's hard to say who's at fault here but i think the packers got their ass kicked by the saints in week one last year and they ended up with the number one seed. So let's just see how it all uh, gets going here towards the end of the season. Oh, yeah. Not the panic button time. Not the panic button time. Okay. 
All right. Speaking of panic buttons, Chiefs 44, Cardinals 21. I don't know if I'd go as far as panic. We're talking about a team that just uh, – first of all, my Super Bowl pick was the Chiefs because I think it's just one of those years where they're like, everyone thinks we were, like, not good last year for some reason. And, like, oh, we lost Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes is just going to have one of those fuck you 50 touchdown seasons. Um, So I wouldn't say I'd panic that much because the Cardinals, I don't know. The Rams maybe are not as good as they were last year. The 49ers are rolling with Trey Lance and the Seahawks. Our team, I don't know how good they're going to be. We're going to find out tonight maybe if they have any chance this year. Um, so the Cardinals might be in a bad division. Maybe. I. That's actually a good way to look at it. Very nice and optimistic. Raiders, 19. Chargers, 24. I don't know. I'm just disappointed in this one. I'll let you go on it. I just. I thought the Raiders were going to win, but they didn't. Well, I don't know if I thought the Raiders were going to win, but I really thought that the Raiders were going to at least cover the spread. I know that was one of your favorite bets of the day. And they missed a two-point conversion to not win the bet. And that makes me feel sad for you. I have nothing else really to say. Justin Herbert's really good. This division is stacked. Like, that's the one thing here. Chargers, Chiefs, Thursday Night Football. This division, I have no idea who's going to win it. Because literally, I can find a way for any one of the four teams to end up on top. Yeah, and because we have 30 seconds left on this one, I'm just going to pause the timer. and Just mention this, because obviously, we're not going to talk about the Seahawks, Broncos. But it's about to start. Seahawks are our team. Broncos obviously have Russell Wilson. That division with Russell Wilson and the Broncos, even though I think they're going to lose tonight, they're going to be fucking good. The Chiefs are so fucking good. The Chargers are really fucking good. And the Raiders made the playoffs last year are pretty fucking good. So it's like yep. an added Devontae Adams and different pieces. Like this division's going to be, I mean, that's the best four quarterbacks. That's the best in division, division in football. Yeah. Not even close. Absolutely. Not even close. All right, last but not least, Sunday night football. You know, what's that? we've been waiting all day for Sunday night. Carrie Underwood. Yeah, Carrie Underwood. You know what? You want to hear a fun fact about that? Yeah, of course I do. Fun fact is, I had a good buddy of mine, Alex, yesterday say, anyone know what kind of deal she's on for this? Like, this is, it's on like year 11 for like doing Sunday night football. And like, she must be getting some good residuals. Now, no one can confirm this on, uh, on the internet and nobody knows if it's true, but some people suggest she makes about, one million dollars per week on the song that's not a bad deal yeah, so I'm like, like, i don't know 17 million dollars a year holy shit for singing and that's all for the bucks cowboys game because that game sucked yeah uh, 19 to th- well the only thing here 19 buccaneers cowboys three dak injured finger surgery i don't know how long he's going to be out but the cowboys season you can basically i i, I hate to say it, after week one is over don't forget what division they're in also like the Cardinals situation. I mean, That's like, a good point. it's even worse than the Cardinals one. I was being optimistic that the 49ers stay bad and the Rams stay bad. But I don't know. I'm not as high on the Eagles. I don't know what the Washington's going to do. I don't know what New York's going to do, even though all three of them won, which is kind of the crazy part. <laughs> do you know, realize that the whole NFC East won except for the Cowboys. So it's kind of an odd situation there. But uh, yes, their season is probably over. The Dak injury sucks, but I will give some respect to their defense. Tom Brady was in the red zone how many fucking times? Like t- 10 times, and then they settled for like six field goals. Yeah, I'm not sure how many times he was in the uh, red, red zone, but I know they settled for at least four or five in the first half. And what was the final score, 19? 19 to three. They had one touchdown. So, yeah, four four field goals. Four field goals. And that was off like six red zone trips. So Exactly. All right, and before we end, before I cut the music and cut the uh, weekly thing, we're going to talk about the Seahawks game tonight, actually, on our uh, Sports on Tap Seattle podcast. If you want to hear after the game about that, um, go hit us up there. 
tonight or Tuesday morning whenever you want to check out that podcast. But I will say, great scheduling by the NFL. Even if, I don't know how this game's going to go. If it's truly by talent, the Broncos are probably going to win. But I think it was a perfect emotional game. That like The Seahawks probably will play their best game of the year tonight. Russell Wilson back home in Seattle or back in his old team. You have to admit, great scheduling. Absolutely epic scheduling by the NFL. It was just perfection. Well, that's all we got. One uh, one thing I will add to that, by the way, is, you know, there's two Monday night games next week. Yes. Usually there's two on week one. I don't know why this this week's all week two. Just to make this game the, the highlight. You don't get stories like this often. No, you do not. So that's why. Well, let's cut the music and let's get to our next part, George, which is the Three Kings and Three Stooges. All right. Should we start with the Stooges first? I think we should start with the Kings first because okay. I think the Kings sometimes are just more obvious and easier to pick. And I will say last year, if you listen to this pod from last year, we were definitely uh, we're doing more of a residual effect like through the whole season, who's the king? This year, we're going to try to make it more fun so it's not just Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes every week. We're going to do it week by week. So, for example, I'll just be honest. For me, Tom Brady's not on my list this week. Me either. You know, if he he needs to, he needed to score one of those 12 red zone touchdowns that he was struggling to do. So, I think this is a better format now because we can too. really just pick and choose, you know, like week by week. But I want to hear what you got on your Kings first. All right. So my Kings, and I think we're going to have agreement on a few of them here. I definitely got Patrick Mahomes as one of my Kings. Yeah, same. I definitely have Justin Herbert as one of my Kings. And my third King is Josh Allen. Okay. Well, uh, I definitely have Josh Allen and uh, Patrick Mahomes. <sighs> one of my other ones was Justin Herbert, but I... Who's your fourth? About, Do you have, a, have, a, have a fourth one too to see if we have thought about Kirk Cousins. Okay, he was my fifth because Kirk, I don't know, just like the way they came out and like really shut down and they made Aaron Rodgers like pissy and like the way Justin Jefferson just looked like Randy Moss for the night, I thought it was impressive. Who was your fourth then? Uh, Lamar Jackson, he had a really good game, but it was against the um, Jets. The yeah. Jets. yeah. Yeah, see, I, th- I think that's why I would probably put Lamar a couple more down. I thought it was somewhere between Kirk and Herbert. Let's look at the numbers. This yeah, that's what I was going to say. It. Let's go through the numbers between Kirk and... Because they're both deserving of being like one of the yeah. best quarterbacks of the week. All right. So um, 26 for 34 versus 23 for 32. So a little bit higher percentage for Herbert. How many yards and touchdowns? Herbert has 279 yards. Kirk has 277. 277. Three touchdowns for Herbert. Any picks? No picks. Okay. Two for Kirk, no picks. What about a QBR here? 84.8 for Herbert. 80.7 for Kirk. So we're giving it to Herbert. He, yeah, got just him. Give he beat it. him by like a couple yards, a touchdown. He beat him on every couple... stat, unfortunately. Like it's close, though. But yeah, just, just an inch. Like that, that, I mean, the tail of the tape. I can't disagree. I mean, like at the end of the day, he played a little bit better, Herbert. So, And it was a, like, you know, it was just. He, he's the young, he's the young stud right now. Yeah. So it's like you got. But no disrespect team. to Kirk, I, I actually like that one. I, I, I kind of neglected him. I had Lamar then over him. I, I just looked put through Lamar the stats. In a lot of situations it was against the fucking Jets. Yeah, but it's, I think I was looking through the stats. Now, uh, Kirk played better than Lamar too. Yeah, but Lamar played well yeah. without using his legs for once. 
I know, which was Jersey. interesting. Who's saving him? He doesn't want to get hurt and <laughs> doesn't need him against the Jets. So. Yeah. Well, right, how about the King? Uh, those are the Kings. How about the Stooges? I think the Stooges are a little bit harder this week. No one was absolutely horrific. Woo! Have you heard of this boy named Trey Lance? Okay, he was horrific. Yeah. So that, my that number easy. one, I think we both agree he's on the list. He's on I'll the list for sure. I'll give you my three. Okay. And see what you think. I put Trey Lance was easy, number one. Number two just had to be Joe Flacco or Jets quarterback in, in general, just because then the day, well, they, anyways, they said they're not starting Mike White next week. It is going to be Joe Fa- Flacco. Oh, in fact. Okay. Um, which he didn't have that bad of numbers, but like he just sucks now. Right. Um, so I put Joe Flacco, uh, Trey Lance, and you know who I put because he's embarrassing their organization is Mac Jones. Hmm, I th- he played like shit. That's kind of interesting. Here's someone I had on my list, and I don't think that like he Please deserves to be Rogers. No, well, he's one. That's a good one too. There's someone on my list that I don't want to put on here because he doesn't deserve to be on here, but he did have five turnover turnovers. Is Joe Burrow? Okay, but he led a comeback. And yeah, had like 300 and what? He threw the ball like 59 times. Yeah, so <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be either. Um, Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers here for a second and Mac Jones. Those are the two I think we have to consider. But by the way, Aaron Rodgers did make our Stooges after week one last year. He did. He was on our Stooges last <laughs> week one. Never made it since. <laughs> I know. So it might be just fun to put him on there. He, he but, had worse stats than Joe Flacco, actually. I mean, he was 22 for 34, 195 yards in a pick with yeah. a 16 QBR. Okay. Jones was 21 for 31 touchdown, one pick with a nine QBR. Fuck you so bad too. Are we keeping I mean, wh- Flacco? Is that what why you're do saying? we have to keep Flacco? I don't know because it's Joe Flacco. I know, but like, okay, here's the thing. At least we give him, but he didn't want to start. It's just like he happened to start. <laughs> he didn't want this job. He wanted the job of a backup making $2 million. <laughs> yeah, like he didn't want to be here. So why don't we just give it to Aaron Rodgers, Matt Jones, and Trey Lance? Oh my God, Flacco did have a better QBR than them. He had a 15.4. Flacco, <laughs> and you know what? You're right. God bless Joe Flacco. You know why? Joe Flacco is, how old is he? 38 years old, 37 years old. So he's younger he, than Aaron Rodgers. And that's kind of crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? He threw the ball 59 times. Like, he gets a pass this week for what they put him through. Yeah, I, I think just for what they put him through. But next week, he won't get that pass. Okay. Well, I refuse to put Joe Burrow there just because of the comeback he had. That's totally fine. Okay, we're agreeing on Aaron Rodgers for sure then. All right, yeah, so we got Aaron Rodgers, Trey Lance, and are we going back, Jones? Yeah. I mean, yeah, who else is it going to be? I don't think anyone else. said he else had a 9 QBR? 9.7, actually. Put some respect on his name. Okay, sorry. 10. I'll just give him 10. All right, 10. All right, so it's it's Mac Jones, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and Trey Lance. And Aaron Aaron Rodgers, I know if he probably, if he ever listened to the show, he'd be like, these guys, fuck them. You know, he's all, all cranky about it. But we put you there last year, and you never came back. You never came back to the Stooges because you just had a rough start. This is completely unbiased. This is just based on the day. So just based on how much of a dick you are. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's based on. He is kind of, uh, he's sometimes kind of a dick. He, I know, he was he, screaming he, at the offensive coordinator on the bench again. Yeah, like, if he wasn't like eye rolling and stuff, maybe I would have gave him a pass. But he just bugged me. Yeah, he does. But, but I, you know, in his defense, like Tom Brady does the same shit. But Tom Brady, like, I feel like he's allowed I, to do it. He has seven Super Bowls to one, yeah, so it's okay. One, so. Sorry, <laughs> I apologize, but that's just how that's, that's just how the cookie crumbles. That is. Well, we have. Well, we had three kings and Josh Allen, 
Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Herbert. And we had three Stooges and Aaron Rodgers, Mac Jones, and Trey Lance. And uh, that's week one football, George. That was a lot of fun, man. Um, you know, I was thinking about it last night when Sunday night football ended. It's just sad. Like when it's over and you're like, oh, there's just one game left. Not as sad when um, when your hometown teams play. Yeah, yeah. I think this week I can cope with it a little bit better. And then next week, since there's two games on Monday, I can cope with it a little bit better. But once this gets into like Sunday night football, then Monday's one game. I think it's gonna it's gonna start hitting me. Next Monday you have two games, my friend. I know. Look at I'm that. Excited about, I'm excited about that. Thank you, NFL, for your nice kind gestures. They're taking care of us. You know, there's multiple weeks this year of two Monday night football games for some reason. That's nice. I know. No, it's great. I'm very happy. Well, I hope they continue that. And we do get Saturday games at some point. So I think we're fine. We need a day or two without football, especially with baseball season in the playoffs and with basketball starting. Like we need a day without football. Then it wouldn't be football. Exactly. At least uh, hopefully the NFL never gets dumb enough where they're like, okay, we need football on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Yeah, hopefully not. Because then it just wouldn't feel the same anymore. Exactly. Well, let's get going. We have uh, our Seattle Seahawks playing here in a few minutes. So it's time to go watch some football. And I hope you guys enjoyed. We'll be back every week, usually on Tuesdays, correct? Tuesdays. Yeah, usually Tuesdays. um, You know, so we have all the games. Then Mondays usually our Seattle podcast if if you're a Seattle Seahawks fan. But we're switching it up, obviously, because of Monday Night Football. Yeah. If, if that wasn't obvious enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, much love. And I'm going to give you a good old ho yeah before we get off. But, George, you know what we like to say? Cheers to sports. Man, I thought you were going to say thanks for stopping by. But it's Damn it. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> it's the Sports on Tap Seattle podcast. Peace. It's not Seattle. It's the Sports on Tap podcast. <laughs> we're a little rusty right now. It's okay. I'm going to give him a whole, yeah, it'll make up for all the messed up, you know, little miscues. Here we go.